You're listening to another great show from the Nod Network. Find more great content at nerdod.com. The Nerd OD Podcast. Wait, <clears throat> excuse me. It's the Nerd OD Podcast with your host Dan and Rich. On this week's show, the Frank Turner album's out and it's amazing. Thanos gameplay in Fortnite. NBC pick up Brooklyn Nine Nine. There's a Monster Hunter film and a GI Joe Snake Eyes film. A Predator trailer? What? Bill and Ted 3 is close. Sherlock Holmes 3 is coming soon. And Rage 2 has been confirmed. Here they are, Richard Dan! Woo! Hi. Um, Did I like that? I thought I'd try something different. I did, but we did that before you did run through the list. Right. You did that exact intro last week. That? You didn't run through stuff. You went, no. it's time for the Nerd OD yeah. podcast. So that worked. That was so successful. Oh, right. So you're like, I'm just going to expand it. Yeah. So, like, so, is, so is next week's podcast just going to be the first quarter of this? With you talking like this all the way through. I hadn't thought about it. Right, okay. We'll see. No, but no. Well, next week, what, what it'll be, every time I mention something, there'll be a clip of us talking about it. And then it will pop back. So, you know, it's like a little, here's what to expect. You're giving me far too much fucking work. Now, oh, yeah, I, you're now I'm taking it. over editing this. Yeah. So you can book her off. Well, all you need to edit out is me um, trying to do that intro with a, a gruff voice at the beginning. And that's all the editing you have to do, Red. Unless you, yeah, I was going to say, that's, a, that's why I was like, you know what? You do the video stuff. I'll take over the podcast. <laughs> all I need to do is level yeah. eight, put in template. See cool. you later. Video stuff. Mm. Yeah, are you enjoying the video stuff, Reg? I am indeed. I'm it... loving it. I'm loving bringing with me um, changes of clothing. <laughs> so um, we, we're finally we, getting we into just, a bit just... of a, a routine here and the nod, the nodcast, um, where Reg comes to mind now. I used to go to his, or we'd, or we'd meet in a car park. Or the Sounds studio. dodgy. Yeah, his his studio is what I meant. Um, but now we come to my studio. And which uh, is actually a, a studio with a curtain rail that's got a green screen on it. Come on, Reg. It is incredible. Yeah, it is. It's great. I love the video when you're like, everyone, to the not to the studio, <laughs> and you did it. I was like, that's yeah, amazing. That was a private video. You guys can't see it because nope. I had my pants off. But anyway, it's a good video. Yep, um, it was the best. I'm going to screen screen the hell out of that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Um, what was my point? Yeah, and so we come here, come around, and then we film a few little videos and stuff. And uh, yeah, I, I found it's very time consuming, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, very, very I've got a lots of videos I need to do, but I just haven't got time to do them because I keep coming home and go, right, I need to do another in 64. And I can, I can sort of, I can bang out the video in about an hour. And that's all right, an hour and a half. But then I've started putting subtitles on them. And I'm like, do they need subtitles? I'm like, yes, they do, because Facebook is rubbish like that. And people on Facebook have the attention spans of Nats, and they need subtitles. And Nat has a very short attention span. Oh, it wasn't specifically Nat. You're, yeah, I, I meant Nats, as in the the little bugs. <laughs> I was making a joke that hey. she really does yeah. have a very, Hi, Nat. very short attention span. Um, but, yeah... I, we need to get that that down a bit better. I can't spend my entire life editing these videos. I have plumbing Japan videos that I need to edit. <laughs> well, you don't. You've got this do. for life now. I've also got um, a life Alton Towers vlog <laughs> that I still haven't done. What Alton Towers one? What about me? The, when we went to Alton Towers, we did the Wicker Man, and we also just were doing videos when we walked around, and they were hilarious. All four of the Nodlings were there. Right. Okay. So there's that. Done. Right, what? remove this thing from your life called sleep, the very little bit okay, that you have. I can do that. And yeah. you also like disappear from this, this place for a little bit and do like other things with phones or something. Right. Like remove that. Yeah. And, and then just holidays. Crack on doing your job. Yeah, holidays where I go and generate more content. No, keep that <laughs> but just remove everything else that's like, okay. you know, meaningful in your life. Okay. Just commit one hundred percent to commit, the nodcast. Commit to the commit to the nod. Try it, try it. 
but yeah, we have that. What else? Um, no, I did the Wales Comic Con vlog. That's all right. I wanted, I still want to put together, and I think this will work still because it's been a year since we filmed it. Um, our Port Aventura slash Ferrari Land videos <laughs> because Ferrari Land hasn't I, changed. I, I was waiting for that video for a good half a year, right. and then I was like. Yeah, well, I the thing think is, maybe it got to September, October, and it was out of season. So I was like, "There's no point now." But now we're back at the beginning of the season. I think it's relevant because suddenly our Salou video has started to get hits again. So I'm like, "Now I it's think, time." I definitely think you should do. People would not know. No, there's nothing opened at Ferrari Land. No. It's exactly the same as it was a year ago. And I'm still tiny. just as thin, so it's all good. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And no, no one will realise. We was like, "Oh, they went back to Salou," and then um, this weekend. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm going to London. Um, I'm going to see a group called Maison Book Girl um, on the Saturday night, and then on the Sunday in the day, I'm gonna go and see him again. They're doing like an in-store performance, and and uh, I'm getting their their new exclusive blue vinyl that is coming out in the UK. And then I go and see Carrie Pamu Pamu. So there's nice. gonna be videos from all that. In beta. Yeah, yeah. That 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 in beta. Exactly. Yeah, so I've got loads to do, Reg. And now you're you're probably going to give me after we finish this, you're going to just spit out a load of like, "Hey, this is happening," and this. Wait, then that's me with my voice, isn't yes. it? Yes. This but, week, all the fun things are going down yeah. in nerdo detail. Yeah, that's Rick and Morty has seventy episodes. What? Do we? The thing is, because we're making videos, does that mean we then don't talk about them on the podcast, or is the podcast like an expanded version of these little videos? Well, yeah, that that should be the point of it. Because then, what we yeah. should do is be like, you add more. Like, I start putting at the bottom of it. Want to hear more about this? Then follow us and right. listen to our pod. Mm. True that. True that. Because on some of the stuff we do, it's just some of the stuff happens. Yeah. Literally, the moment we finish pod, and we're like, oh my god, this has just Look been what's released. Just happened. Yeah. Let's go do this. Well, exactly. It's like that Rick and Morty video. I think someone put in our little chat group, like. Who likes Rick and Morty? And we're like, yeah, we do. Like, there's 70 more episodes being confirmed. And I was like, all right, give me a minute. Yeah, it was me that put that. I was yeah. like, yeah, can someone do this better than what I could do? And you're like, you were I'll like, do better than a tweet. I'll, I'll do, do a you a video. video. And then I put so you can't blame me for taking up your life when you're like, no, actually, no. I'll do a video for that. That's fine. You know, I had I a, nice, a nice fun evening planned of sitting on the couch in my pants watching Netflix. Instead, I made a video. In Kept until... my pants on. Ah, uh, see? You should live the future, edit without your pants on. Is that the future? Yeah. Right, okay. And you could be living in it, Dan. Right. In fact, let's take off our pants right now. Take off our pants and jacket. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I've not listened to Blink. All the ages. small things. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Hi, Reg. <laughs> Hi, Dan. <laughs> How are you today? Yeah, I'm all right, I'm all right, I'm all right. How is your mental health? Um, it's fine. We're going straight into this, are you? Uh, no, it's just it's it's today it is. is the is the first day of mental, mental health awareness week. Yep. Yeah. So I just want it to be make sure you're right because I'm, I'm, right I'm a fully trained mental first aider. No way. I am. Okay. What does that involve? That involves me making sure you're all right, sir. Okay. And point and find out signs and things that might not be so obvious to other people, okay. and just basically just be, being there for a shoulder for you, okay. being an ear for you, all right. whatever you need here. Okay. But I don't take over like psychiatrists and stuff. I just I can't give right. you advice. I just listen, maybe nudge you in the correct order. Oh, okay, interesting. So, so that's what I'm here for. No way, no way. Mm-hmm. I've got little certificates and everything. No for way, it. certificate. Mm. So you're an ordained uh, vicar of the um, thingy, the Universal Life Church, and you're a trained mental health awareness officer. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's it? full and of surprises. Also fully trained, normal first aider as well. So not only can I look after your mind, I also look after your body. Wow. I'm all of it. I which I, which, I, you, which I needed to do because the other day, Ash completely fainted on me. We were watching the, watching the tally and she was like, ha ha ha, this is like, like, isn't this so nice? And all of a sudden she went, oh, Reg, and just went on the floor, like from the couch, just completely flopped. And we were looking after our niece, Lily, right, right, right. who's with us. And I was like, just looked and I was like, Get upstairs! <laughs> I was like, got like chucked her up like Lily upstairs, and I was like, chucked right. her up the stairs. <laughs> I was like, Wee. made sure that Ash was all right, and then I was like, tossing you upstairs. I was like, well, funny story. <laughs> I was like, she's all right now, <laughs> and then she's like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And I sat on the bed, and I was like, don't worry. How's your mental health, Lily? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, everything's gonna be all right. <laughs> 
for? I just thought your auntie died, but she never. It's all good. <laughs> now get downstairs. <laughs> oh, but yeah, but you sound a lot calmer than that. <laughs> okay, cool. Cool. But the the fun thing I find is the minute people find out that you are a fully trained, like if you're just a normal first aider, do they offload on you? The uh, mentally, it's it's decent because I'm all right with that. Like, okay. I if you tell me problem stuff, I it, despite how I come across on this, right. I am. He's actually an all right human. Yeah, being. I'm actually all right. I'm not always a cock. I'm genuinely quite a nice person, and I'm always the one that someone will come to if they've got issues to be like. Right, so just have a quick word. I'm like, yeah, no worries. And I'll be there for whoever. It's fine. When the rain starts to pour. However. Like you've been there before. Yep. Friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the normal first aid, right, you go for like a three-day course or a two-day course, or even if you just, you know, want a rush course for the emergency bit, it's a day, mm-hmm. right? And you go in there and you learn how to put a bandage on. You learn how to put someone in a recovery position. Mm-hmm. And then, like, right, okay, if the choking, this is how you do, get away from the choking now, mm-hmm. and this is how you do mouth-to-mouth, see you later. Right? Some woman will come, come up to me, she's like, right, I've had a headache, really bad migraine for the past couple of days, right? My left side of me is quite thumping a little bit, like, what, what, how should I, what should I do myself with this? I'm like, in the hospital. Uh, I'd go to a doctor and get that actually checked out. Yeah, but you're qualified to do it, aren't you? Like, no. No, it's the St. John Ambulance like, Department Centre for, like, two days. Like, I'm not a fully trained, like, medical doctor wow. person that can actually help you out. But then, like, one of the girls, like, proper, like, got nasty, like, cut down the leg and was like, can you do stitches? I'm like, <laughs> no. I, know, I genuinely can't do stitches. Why would I'm, anyone I'm ask just someone fir- I'm just a first aider. I'm not like, I said, I could put bandages around it and like, you know, wrap it up so you're all right. While to you get, are on the way. Yeah, while you're the on the way to it. But I can't, physically can't help you in that way. And I was like, you've got to give me something to work with. That is just utterly ridiculous. But because people think, oh, he's first aider. Like, that's it. Like, you know, it's, it's one of those when you're in a, you're in your restaurant or you're out and about and all you can hear is like, mm-hmm. is anyone a doctor? Like, everyone will turn to me and be like, you're fully trained, right? I'm like, yeah. I'm not for what's happening over there though. The guy's been hit by a car. I can't bring him back to life. All <laughs> right. Certain things I can do. Like, if he's choking on something, I can slap his back for a bit and make sure he's all right. Do a little bit of mouth to mouth. I can't fucking bring something. I can't, can't doctor, Dan. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> can't doctor. I just can't doctor. <laughs> It, Dr. It's, Reg. it's ridiculous, but yeah. So that's that, that's how that's <laughs> that's where that came. Can yeah, because you're editing this, right? Yeah. Can we call this episode "Dr. Reg will see you now"? We can okay. call it that if Thank you wish you. to call yeah. it that. Yes, I do. Okay. Okay. Cool. Awesome. But anyway, you were saying it's Mental Health Awareness Week. It is indeed. So I know I just wanted to I just wanted to to bring it up and just obviously okay. this is why I was like hey because at least we... it's a week because if it was day this would be out of date. Mm. Well, it, that's that's the reason why it's always a week. I think it's so. Month, there's in fact, there's enough it? to discuss about your mental mm. health that can that can easily take over yeah. a week. Well, but we don't have that down. We have an hour. So let's let's talk about you. Doctor Reg will see you now, Dan. <laughs> Before we do hit on something, there's probably a, a little bit of a downer mm. let's talk about something really positive related to this in that there is an amazing band right Right. okay so we're going into yeah this now. yeah we may All as well right. so right we've talked many, many a time on this podcast about bands that have sort of me and reg have sort of hit on and like bonded over just there's there's only been maybe three or four acts in in my life that i've 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 heard and gone oh wow like this is something. This is something special. Um, there's Liam Frost, who, yeah. of course, we've talked about a lot. Um, when we got to know Liam Frost and we got involved with his record label, they sent us a CD by a band called Fell City Girl. Yeah, and I remember putting it on in the car and going, "Holy wow!" Mm. Within like a song, um, Dashboard, Dashboard Confessional. Buy, bought the album for like two ninety nine. Because so I was like, I'm sure I've heard of these. I've heard these are good. Never heard them. Let's have a listen. Put the album on and was like, you know, I'm not crying. You're crying. Within about thirty seconds. Um, and then the other ones, Frightened Rabbit. Frightened Rabbit are there's there's a sort of a subset of Scottish uh, Scottish artists. So a lot of non American artists. If you listen to them, you'd think, oh, they're American. 
how many British singers just sound like they're American? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Why, though, do Scottish artists always sing with a proper thick Scottish accent? Yep. And it's when, great. And when you're singing those songs back, you, you have to put on the accent. Sing the, the Proclaimers 500 Miles without putting a Scottish accent on. You can't do it. You can't. It's impossible. I defy anyone to. I, I'm, I'm, I'm tempted to try and have this as the clip at the beginning, but I, I can't do it, so it's pointless. <laughs> no, I can't. I literally, I'm trying to do it in my head and I can't. Anyway, the point is, you know, um, Biffy Clyro, that's probably the most, apart from the Proclaimers, probably the most popular Scottish band out there. <laughs> apart from the Proclaimers. <laughs> I mean, compared to a song they did that everyone knows, yeah? That's what I mean. Uh, my dad likes Proclaimers. <laughs> And do you know what? I went through a phase of, of this <laughs> the album. They've got some, got some classics. I mean, their cover of uh, uh, From America. America. But also, they did a, a great song that was on the Shrek soundtrack. I'm on my way for misery. Oh, I see, it's Scottish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then they, again. there's a song called The Doodle uh-huh, Song. That uh-huh. goes, We have some Scottish listeners. They'll love this. <laughs> They are national. We just lost our Scottish <laughs> They're the national treasure. And there's your clip, by the way, Reg. Just so you know. The do 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 do. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I'm just making it easier for you. Um, and but yeah, them and then you know, Idlewild to a slightly lesser extent, but you know, uh, Idlewild are amazing, by the way. If you... That is actually one that some songs I can definitely sing Idlewild without yes. going Scottishy. Yeah, because he's not so, and especially the first album, if you listen to Captain and Hope is Important, it's actually, he's putting on an American accent. Mm, I think that's why I can do it. Yeah, probably. Although I actually to... prefer when I argue yeah. SC Shapes, I do mm-hmm. sound a little bit Scottish. Yeah, it's yeah, great. a little bit. But anyway, Frightened Rabbit, it is, there, there are some, like sort of indie band that do, I mean, quite, Sad songs in a lot of in a lot of cases. Yeah, most most of them. Um, and we went to a festival um, called Leicester Summer Sunday, um, and we went because um, Liam Frost was playing. Yeah, like not not just, but we looked at that and went, "Oh, Liam's announced his festival. Let's have a look." Oh wow, C Six Steve, he's headlining. Oh, Mumford and Sons. This was before Mumford and Sons were massive, but you know we we know bands that are before they're big, so we liked them then. Um, and I'm like, yeah, let's go to this. And then I sort of, over the months before it, started looking through who else was playing and going, all right, let's have a, let's have a listen to them, let's have a listen to them. And this, again, this was before Spotify, so I uh, downloaded a few. Temporarily, I deleted them after because it's illegal, but I downloaded a few albums oh. of all these artists just to hear them, just to know, because if I liked them, we would then go and see them, and then they would get our money. <clears throat> and there's, there you go. It's a, it's a circle of life. Yeah. Um, and... I downloaded Frightened Rabbit album, um, Midnight Organ Fight in particular, this album's called. And I remember listening to it and going, ooh, Reg, this is, this is something. Mm-hmm. And then you listen to it and you're like, wow, okay. There's a song, it's, it's not on the album actually. Is it, is it on, is it on Sing the Grays or is it on Midnight Organ Fight? Um, once you keep yourself warm. Yeah. I can't remember yeah, which so album it's on. But keep yourself warm. It's, it is, it's, I don't know, it's probably, it's definitely in my top ten songs, especially to hear live. It's, it's, it's quite, it's quite a harsh song. It's heartbreaking. That, yeah, and it's got this, and there's a, a really kind of very important and repeated uh, f bomb in it. Um, and for some reason, it just, it adds to it. it you know, Eminem will drop f bombs all over the place, and it's just like he's just doing it forever. But mm. this is like. Yeah, it needs this. It needs it, this lyric because he he openly admits that that album and most of them. and most of yeah, most this of is their, the, the lead song, singer, the lead singer Scott. Ninety yeah. percent mm. of that has happened to him. So he's not going. Oh, this would be a good idea for a yeah. song. It's like everything that he he was so open and honest with every mm. single song and every single lyric. His he. His songs are his heart and soul. Yeah. Like, literally, those are his words. Those are his stories that come through. So, yeah, so basically when, when he was away on tour and when he was out and about, his his partner at the time was sleeping with other people, basically bed-hopping in a way, mm-hmm. um, going around, apparently keeping herself warm. Yeah. And as he was saying, you don't have to go around fucking everybody 
to keep yourself warm. Yeah, which is I will, the gist of the lyrics. Yeah, yeah. I will be there, even though I'm not there in body. Like I will be there for you. I'll always be with. You. And it, it's it's that. It's like it's the sentiments that he he puts in every one of those songs mm-hmm. that you can't help feel something to it. Like when you sent me the um, the list of people who were playing. And you were like, right, listen to these. And yeah. you were like, oh, wow, the whip's on, amazing. Yeah. Like, Jordan Brake's on, awesome. Like, have a listen to these guys. And it, it was, I can't remember the name. Summer Camp or something who were awful, but you were like, <laughs> these played. And then you were like, and these. And then you sent me a link to the song, and I was like, well, I'm sold anyway because the name's they, amazing. they're called Frightened Rabbit. So. Um, so it's guaranteed to be amazing. <laughs> and then I put it on, and it was the same with Dashboard Confessional mm. when I just sat there, just like sort of mouth slightly ajar, and just say like, proper tears and in, in the eye, and I was just like, "Wow, yeah." I was like, "That is unbelievable." And then falling falling down the rabbit hole mm. and just listening mm. to mm. all of all of the stuff, and just like yeah. having an hour of just sitting off, just going through all yeah. the fields. And I don't know, I don't know whether part of it might be because he clearly sings in his own voice. Yeah, Do you know what I mean that it adds something to it. It was it's always so like this is absolutely real. Like, this yeah. isn't just, you know, like, oh, I met a girl and she was great and it didn't work out. Like Taylor Swift might do, but about oh, a boy. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is, like you say, it's him singing about his experiences. Um, and since then, I think they had, since that album, I think there's another two. State Hospital was actually quite quite a, a sort of a big-ish hit. They did all right from it. Like, you're about uh, pedestrian verse. Pedestrian verse, yes. State hospital, the song got like, yeah. State hospital. I think it got like a million plus views on YouTube and stuff. Mm. Which for a band like this, it's sort of you know they started getting played on Radio One a bit more, and it was it was a little bit more accessible, but not, but still not losing what what they do. Yeah, and um, pedestrian verse in particular is probably the the most accessible album, and that's the one. Mm. To go and to, but that's that's also Scott's favourite album oh, right. of theirs okay. that they recorded. Yeah, he was like, even though everyone should think that you, the thing I love about him as well is he was he he was so honest in all the interviews as well. So they had an interview just as they released uh, a portrait of a panic attack. Mm. Um, the he did a discography like interview, um, and he was chatting to to the guy, and he was like, "All right, so what were you thinking about when you?" when you wrote this like how how was your you know what was your emotions for this why did you write that yeah. which one's your favorite song from this one and he was like well i can point out my favorite song and he was like and i can point out my favorite album and he's like 99 percent of the people always say oh i'm i'm doing this i'm touring this album now this is like the best material mm-hmm. i have ever wrote and he was like yeah. nah fuck that and he was like it's <laughs> it's genuinely uh pedestrian verse is my is my favorite and he was like just because I can resonate with all the songs on it. He said, right. we had an amazing time recording it with like my favorite producer ever. And he was like, some of the songs yeah. in it are, are beautiful songs. And he was like, and I was in a all right-ish place at the time we mm. recorded it. And he was like, I will always go back and be like, this is what the first album should have been. Mm. And he was like, it is exactly how I pictured it. And it's the only album we ever recorded where in my head, it came out exactly the way that my heart wanted it to. And he's oh. like, it is perfect for that. There you go. Go listen to that. And because but basically the whole point of this, and I think most people have probably seen on the news, it seemed to get around, um, definitely like sort of social media, Twitter and stuff like that. There was a big appeal. Yeah. If you the, follow us then yeah, yeah definitely. definitely as well. It's basically Scott Hutchinson. The thing, the, the, the band is Scott, two of his brothers, or is it just one now? Just, I think just yeah, one just in the band now. Um, and uh, and, a, and a couple of other people. Um, he went missing a few days ago, um, and then basically they, uh, in the search, they found a body, and it's been confirmed as, as his. And that, and, and you know, that's that's not that's not necessarily what we really want to get into. It's sort of I thought we we both talked about this. We said we we kind of need to talk about this, mm. and part of it it's just you know sort of putting our, our mark on his memory, saying, you know, look, this, he was an amazing musician and it's an absolute huge loss to, to and music and everything. It's so surprising how many artists and bands out there knew him mm. and loved him. Like, well, we, exactly. we talk about Frank Turner Liam a did. lot like, yeah. um, on this yeah. and he was one of Frank Turner's mates. Yeah. Like, a, a huge friend of Frank. And Frank was doing a gig 
on Friday night when Scott's body was found earlier in the day. Mm. Um, so he put out this... Well, like, his own festival as well, yeah. that's it. So it's, yeah. And he put out this tweet just to be like, we've genuinely lost like one of the nicest, most loveliest people in, in music. And he was like, you'll never meet a more honest and like, genuine guy. Mm. And he was, uh, he was... You could read it, and it was one of the most heartbreaking tweets to read. It was like genuinely just such a beautiful, beautiful tweet to yeah. read out with a picture of him and Scott. And then when he did his, his thing, he said, we've come, like, at the gig, he was like, we've come to a point where I need to bring this up. And he's like, yeah, it's still raw, but we always do, like, an acoustic set part in this. And he played a Frightened Rabbit song, mm-hmm. um, the, this modern leper. Um, and he did a, a huge little mini speech beforehand. Yeah. Um, and it was, again, it was beautiful, but the cover <coughs> was was beautiful it was and he's done it several times for if you go on youtube like he him and scott actually played it together yeah uh, quite a few times at the and, festival yeah at that festival the, as well the year before um yeah. and he's covered it like years back um and it's it's just been one of his songs his favorite songs he loves to go back to yeah um and he done it and it was it was amazing and i love it but yeah so we were just before we go back on to happier things about him um <laughs> so one of the the main things that that pushed Scott was Scott suffered from depression, mm. and with this being Mental Health Awareness Week, it's it's something worth bringing up. That unfortunately, the likes of social media and stuff is is a nightmare for it because you can go on, you can try and get as much help and and might you know go out there trying and pander for for help and guidance, but if you're in a bad place, it can make that a lot worse. And unfortunately, that's where he sort of was. Mm. Um, <clears throat> he suffered from depression for years. He even wrote about how he ended his life in a song yeah years back or floating in the fourth um and he describes exactly what he did near enough to to that um again it's a it's a hard song to listen to but it's a it's a really good song and it's like i I don't know why i find comfort and this is really weird but i find comfort in in what people class as depressing songs it's like damien rice if I'm ever feeling low or bad, I stick on the likes of Dashboard Professional, Damien Rice, really? Frame Rabbit, Fair that enough. sort of thing. And it, for some reason, it's my happy place. You're just like, well, at least I'm not this bad. Well, yeah, at the, at the end of the day, there's always someone more worse off than you. No matter how bad you think life is, you're not the person that's yeah. that's got And if this happens the to them then and they're through it, then clearly yeah. I can't. Yes, yeah, I get that. That makes sense. And it's one of those, but it's just, it's... Instead of enforcing happiness on you, which is what you might not want, but people think around you, you need, mm. you've just got that, that voice that's feeling yeah. how you're feeling, just singing to you in the way that you're sort of feeling now. So it, it's the matching your tone, yeah. making you a little bit more, more comfortable. True. And it was that, that was just nice. But that's, that's how I feel. But it was just, he, unfortunately, he, he had no one really he could talk to at that time. And it was that time in the morning where, like unfortunately he was he was that low and you know there was drinking stuff involved and he wasn't in the right mindset and and everyone knew he wasn't when he he went missing but you know it was that and unfortunately he he did what what he did which you know his brother and stuff are saying that in a way as horrible as it is they can you know they can take respect in the fact that he's not in pain anymore and he's all right so you know it's fine and i find it weird how hard it's hit me with this because even though it's not one it's not anyone i know personally it's just you know we mm. you know we see them we you know we met him we, when he was like doing gigs and stuff it was he was always like so much fun he would do anything for anyone on that stage it's like when he was on that stage he was the happiest man ever and he would never want to get off it he was just it was one of those that someone screamed something he would have the conversation with that yeah. person yeah. whenever someone did anything he was always like that's fucking brilliant and he would like Go for it. Sorry, accents are horrendous. Um, that was accurate. <laughs> but he was just, yeah, it was amazing. And it's just, it's one of those things that, yeah, it needs it needs approaching the fact that with it being mental health, uh, mental well-being week, you know, at the end of the day, there's always someone there you can talk to. If ever you're feeling low, whenever you're feeling down, there's always someone there for you mm. just to lean on shoulder, just an, an ear to chat to. You're not alone. At the end of the day, people do love you no matter what. So just please take full advantage of that. And as like when we were talking about Frank Turner, um, Frank Turner lost another one of his friends a, yeah. a few months back to a, a few years back to some sort of thing, and just wrote one of the most emotional but beautiful songs called "A Song for Josh." Mm-hmm. Um, 
just go listen to that after this podcast. It is, it is just, it's phenomenal. And it's one of those again that I, whenever I had a friend who, who suffers from depression, um, and he wasn't a big talker at all. And no matter what I tried to do, I couldn't get through to him and I could see him spiraling. And it was, it's a horrible thing to see and a horrible thing to have to sit through. Um, and when I was literally lost and I had no other way I could communicate with him, I locked him in my car and played a, a song for Josh. And I was like, I know you don't want to talk to me, but this is how I feel right now. And before you do anything stupid, this is how other mm. people feel with you right now. And we, it, it worked. We connected and fucking hooked it out and he, he changed a little bit and it was, it was a lot better and it's it's the power that music can give you and it's it's incredible but that's what i mean even though you don't might not know these people and these people to other people are like oh no gutted you're going to get another best of and that sort of thing you're like it's it's not that it's like when carrie fisher passed away and everyone was like so upset over that like mm. carrie fisher had gone you might not know these people personally but yeah. you know you spent a massive chunk of your life following these people quite, or like kind of listening to these people whenever in the past people. someone has has died that you know it's it's part of this world that we cover on the podcast and whatnot i've always found it difficult i've always gone yeah I just don't i don't know just don't well you know let's let's mention it i don't really want to talk about it that much don't really mm. have that much to say about this but this is to- totally different it wasn't yeah. even just like when you were like, then we need to talk about them. Part of was I wasn't even for a second go at thinking, oh, yeah, let's get this. I was just like, I've got so much I want to say about this. Part of it is, you know, I think that whole story, it, it, it's, it's, it's all relevant. It's not just, you know, it's, it says a lot about him. That's what I wanted to do. I thought, you know, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's always difficult, but just, it is, you know, but it's... I think it was. But it's one of those, like, like, like you said, it's very rare we will cover stuff. We might just mention, be like, oh, that's a shame that this has happened. Mm. But because he was a, a big chunk of our lives for a bit. And it mm. was one of those. And, you know, his music will always stay with me. I'll always listen to it. So it'll never disappear. But it's just always nice to to have this, in a way, as a bit of a closure. Yeah. Just to be like, hey, you know what, it's fun. But it's always nice because people will only know him from that story in the news. Mm-hmm. There's always that set of people that be like, yeah, oh, right, okay, and they'll never, they'll never go about their lives to be like, oh, no. you know what, I will listen to Friday night. Oh, come on, you've all, you've all got Spotify. However, stuff now, yeah, now, now is the well, exactly. We're in that time when you can go and listen to anything you want. Just honestly, go and stick on the Frightened Rabbit album. Yeah, as I said, I so I I tweeted out the huge thing and put like a, a post up saying that you know, if seeing you've got it, if you're not setting your musical ways. Go listen to it. It's not all heartbreaky, sad no. stuff. Go listen to the likes of um, the Winter of Mixed Drinks. There's lots of songs on there that are proper, like happy songs or, mm-hmm. or decent, like you no know, upbeat e songs. Even if yeah. it is swimming to the account, slightly. Yeah, that's it. That's the one. Um, that's good. And things that's she's not like you. Um, yeah. So oh, there's, yeah, yeah. There's, there's lots of really. That's one of the that, first songs that, that I got that's into. It. Yeah. Um, which I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. And then I'm like, oh my god, like he goes dark. Like my favorite <laughs> song, my favorite song that they do is Poke. Yeah. I think Poke is such an amazing. He's such an amazing lyricist that when he's when he's doing his story, the words he uses in like the lyrics and mm-hmm. stuff proper paint an amazing picture for yeah. you to actually you can see exactly what he's singing about and it's one of those rare things that you're not like oh and like listen along or you know when you get into a song you can sing it along with that one it's always nice to sit inside and just you can just envisage it completely mm-hmm. and it's amazing the way he did it yeah and yeah man, 36 man it's far too young for him mm-hmm. to go it's, but you know unfortunately that that happens and i'm like yeah and i'm not going to say that actually because i'm yeah, <laughs> I can't make a joke out of that. That's just no, not right. No. But yeah, it's it's a it's a shame he's gone. I'm genuinely surprised I got through that. Yeah, well done, well, Reg. Well to be done. Because it's your training for the first like two days. I was genuinely like, I was just sit, sitting on Twitter, yeah. just reading everyone's things, and I was just fucking sobbing my eyes out. Mm. It was just it was horrendous. But yeah, that is that. That's that what is, all I that wanted. That. That's, that's all we wanted to say hey. about. How awesome are just just fucking go and listen to Fright and Rabbit. Hey, because it's just beautiful. Hey, it is. Do it, do it. Mm. <sighs> but the uh, the other thing that was big on Twitter, 
I'm, I'm just trying to segue away from it yeah. now this week. Probably everywhere, people going, no, Brooklyn Nine-Nine's been cancelled. Oh, to, I, what a shit couple of days that was. <laughs> like, yeah, admittedly, that was... Yeah. <laughs> that was, like, the worst news, obviously, was... was We're that, off that but, subject now. This, but then I was like, worked. oh, well, at least it can't get any worse than that. And then I load up fucking Twitter, and it was like... Yeah. Uh, Fox is cancelled the Brooklyn Nine-Nine I was like well you know what fuck you life <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then um, Mark Hamill single-handedly saved it <laughs> according to Terry Crews uh, to, yeah, as, say, as Terry <laughs> Crews would say so yeah well it, it makes me think that this must have been a long time coming because literally two days later they're like oh my god you guys are the best fans ever NBC's picked us up like, I'm sorry, there's no way that the NBC went, yeah, we'll have you. Done. If you read through the guy who from NBC, I can't remember who mm. it was, he passed first time round yeah. on well, it's, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, didn't he? And then it's he a was Universal like, show anyway, isn't it? Which is owned by, well, NBC Universal, basically. So yeah. it makes sense. And he was, the minute he passed, he was like, why did I pass on that? Yeah. He was like, it's the perfect comedy with the perfect cast Especially, and perfect writers. Yeah. He was like... Everything about that, how the ratings got so low, like mm. God knows, because they kept moving it around. They do, they they do Fox that. There's so many, yeah, there's so many shows that that end up dying because these TV channels just don't know what to do with it. Mm. It's, it's like Shield and stuff, isn't it? As well, like, hey, Shield are going to be moved to Friday. It's prime yeah. time. Like, hey, Shield's now moved to Sunday at yeah. eleven o'clock in the morning. Mm, exactly. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Well, the thing, the thing with with Shield, the only thing that's kept it going. And I, I really like it. And you know, this, this season, it's really odd, but I'm really enjoying it. Mm. It's a, I don't know whether you've seen anything of it. It's, 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 it's not like Shield. But anyway, it, it's getting to that 100 episode mark. Yeah. Because as soon as they get to 100 episodes, it goes off for, you know, they can sell it then to other stations. Once the run's finished, all these like local stations around the States can buy it, syndication, they call it. So it makes a huge difference having 100 episodes. It's why comic book men, has got to a hundred episodes, yeah. You know, it, and uh, like, and I, I love, I love comic book man. Um, I wish a channel over here picked it up. Yeah, I can't. I don't understand why Netflix or something hasn't. Yeah, when they picked up the likes of Impractical Jokers. Yeah, and any of those. Does. Just why, honestly, ne- Netflix. Not? Come on, you've got hundred episodes straight away of this this TV show called called Comic Book Man in a world where a movie like Infinity War becomes the, the fastest fastest movie to a billion dollars people like comics hmm surprising pick up this tv show i'm sorry there's no way it would be expensive oh god no no not <laughs> not in expensive. the slightest just get a grip come on but yeah it, th- that number is really important it will get it will get a tv show past a sort of a slightly unsuccessful season four into a season five or something like that Do you know what i mean just mm. to get it to that number um, it seems well that we've we've finally had the first ever Marvel flop. Uh, the humans has officially, officially oh, right. now never yeah. coming back. Well, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. That's yeah. I still I I had it um, on on my now TV sort of uh, my queue, and then they got rid of it. So I was like, oh, oh yeah, well. There's genuinely oh, no well. point me watching that now. No, although I didn't realise Legion's back. Yes. Have you did you finish watching no. season one? No, great. Um, so much stuff that I've not have. Finished. We talked on this about uh, Runaways. No. No? Uh, right, so this slightly annoys me in a way. Okay. Um, only because I've been recording these yeah. for a time when Ash is not in. Okay. Right. And then, we, like I said, we had our niece over, and Ash was like, uh, I don't know what, 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 what to put on. I don't know what to do. So I was out and about doing loads of chores and stuff. Um, and I come in, and it's like halfway through episode two or three. Mm. And I'm just like, oh, what's this? And then the minute I see one of the kid things with something happening, I'm like, oh, this is Runaways. And she's like, yeah. I was like, oh, wh- when did we start this? There's like, is this... So you're, you're watching... She's been watching it. You're without, watching yeah. my the Once on the Planet. That's and she's weird. like, yeah, have you not seen them? And I was like, well, no, did it say recorded and not played, <laughs> not played. or viewed? And she's yeah. like, yeah. Like, well, what do you think then? <laughs> she's like... I'm surprised she wants to watch it. All right, no, it's for Lily. It's for like the young. She loves um, like anything Marvel. Well, this is ideal as well. This has a bit, you know. Um, But the thing that that I loved the most was because they watched one, they just started deleting them. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, so now I have episode four 
and five, I think. <laughs> and I'm just like, that that's just horrendous. Yeah. And I went on to delete items, mm. but Ash's got in the head that it still takes up the memory once it's been deleted from that, so you should delete them off and delete items. So I've got to try and re-download them all again at some point. Wow, okay. Yeah, it'll be back on soon, I think. Or I'll give you my Now TV login. It's it's really good as well. Like, I'm really impressed at how... Uh, well, do you know, the story's not necessarily staying close to the comics in, in a good way, in the same way that Walking Dead didn't necessarily. Right, okay. But the characters are, like, pretty much spot on, and all their powers are exactly like their costumes, everything. I, I, love, I love how right they've got that. Oh, right, Because okay. Runaways is one of the few... I think it's maybe three or four comic series that I've read from the beginning to the end. Because a lot don't end, do they? Let's face it. No. But, you know, but that, 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 you know, had oh, a first... Oh, that actually had an actual official end point. Yes. There's no more now. And granted, it's been picked up again now. It started again. Oh. Um, and it is a continuation. Um, so it hasn't ended. <laughs> well, it it did. But this was like about, what, eight eight years later, ten years later or something like that. Um but it's it's really really I really am enjoying it. Um, it finally got to a bit. I'm I'm a little bit concerned that maybe some of the action sequences, when they kind of start being a bit more common, might not be very good though. Only right, because okay. it's not had to have any of those moments yet. As they're still working out what's going on, um, and the, the general gist of it is there's um a group um that uh, are sort of like. I don't know. It's this mysterious sort of religious group who uh, also sort of run the run the uh, the city called the Pride, and it turns out they're the parents of all these kids. Um, and then they, the kids find out that they're in this sort of culty type thing where they um, sacrifice uh, like teenagers to this god thing. I don't want to go into it that do, much. Do they do it by pushing them down a big massive well or hole or something? Because it could be like the pride before the fall. No, I'll get my coat. Yeah, no, it's in, no, they put them in a box and then the box transports them. What's in the box? Yeah. It's a person. It's a person, yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, but, and then, but it turns out that there's all sorts of weird superhero-ish sort of powers going around. Some of them have got powers. One of them's got uh, a, a weird telekinetic dinosaur. You know, it's, it's, it's. I see the dinosaur. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh, look, it's a little dragon. Yeah. I was like, mm, yeah. I'm sure it's a dinosaur. It's like, why would they have dinosaurs? Like, why would they have fucking dragons? Yeah. It's like, don't question it. Mm. Just fucking watch it. But they haven't, they haven't changed much at all. Uh, and that, that's, I really like that. But anyhow, it got, it's at the point, maybe about five, six episodes in, when they've all started sort of realizing, hang on, we've all got these powers, we can do stuff. And there's a, a gang member who's like, I will kill you all and starts shooting at them. And then one of them, puts up a, a, a force field and it's just, you know, it's just all a bit clunky. This action sequence that was going on. It's just like, mm, yeah, okay. I think I'm, I'm a little bit worried, but the rest of it's good. Mm. The rest of the story is good. The characters are great. Um, and you know what? Let, let's really briefly cover this story that is relevant that we've had on the list for like 17 weeks. No. About, Jeez. You yeah. Know I? Yeah. 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 So month? yeah, well, I, Jeez? Saying, saying that I have about three or four comic series I've read from beginning to the end: Runaways, Morning Glories, um, Preacher, Walking Dead. Kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit behind at this point now. Um, so not that. No, no, no. And did I say Preacher? Yeah. Um, um, yeah. And did I say Why the Last Man? <laughs> I've forgotten. No, nope. it's a long list. But and Why the Last Man? And Why the Last Man? It's like, oh my yes. god, I can't count okay. to three. <laughs> And why the last man, which is amazing, and it's, they've been talking about making a TV series of this for for years or a movie. Uh, what's his face? Face, um, I forget his name. David Caruso, is it? No, he's the actor. He's the Miami thingy CSI, isn't he? The the sunglasses guy. Either way, some guy <laughs> was attached to it for ages, um, and it was the guy who did. It was a um, Shia LaBeouf film. Disturbia. Oh god. The guy who produced that was attached to it. Yeah. It, so, and then he gave up on it eventually, and it's now been picked up to be a, a full TV show. It's even past pilot. They just went. Oh really? Forget pilot. Just go straight into. Wow. It. Yeah. Amazing. Um, and it's it's awesome. It's basically literally the last man on earth. Um, it's this weird disease has killed everyone like in an instant, and it's him. This guy surviving in a planet full of women and there's a lot more to it than that it's not just like he has a monkey called ampersand yes he does 
Um, there's a monkey that survived as well, a male monkey. He's awesome. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's amazing. And plus, it was in the same week as well. Um, another great comic, so by the by the guy who wrote um, Preacher, called The Boys. Yes. The Boys has been picked up. And isn't it, um, what's his face? Judge, the guy who played Judge Dredd. And is, uh, is uh, what's it, McCoy in the new star? Track. Yes, it um, is. I can't remember his name. Fair, the, the, the cast, good cast. And, and stuff for this. Yeah. So, again. Um, so, explain the boys briefly, Reg. Well, I was going to say, why don't you do that while I get the, okay. uh, <laughs> while I get the information up? <laughs> the boys is just this ultra violent group of. Um, are they all. I can't remember now. It's been so long since I read it. Are they all Scottish? We're, we're back to Scottish. The, yeah, we are back to Scottish again. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, mm, no, I I can't even describe it, but it's, it's great. It is very good. It's another one that's well worth watching. And I hope they do the job of. Wasn't it when superheroes. Yeah. They're like, they've got to kind of bring super. Yeah. And bring superheroes down down a peg or two. And they're the only ones that can do it because they don't really have any, any lines that they won't cross. Yeah. yeah, and some some of the stories go dark in this as mm, well. Yeah, like proper dark. Yeah, um, but yeah, so it's going to be brought out as a as a TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be developed by Seth Rogen again. Yeah, who did Preacher? Who did Preacher? So he's clearly got um, a relationship with Eric Kripke and Evan Goldberg. So I think it's the yeah. same mm. same Motley Crew. Um, there's going to be a, a load, like you said, load of amazing people in this. So Carl Urban, that's it, Carl Urban, um, yes. Jack Quaid. Uh, the one that, that threw me massively, um, and I can't remember the name of the character in it. Um, there's someone who, when they wrote it, they imagined Simon Pegg to be mm. the character. Yes, I know the one you mean. And then they never went for Simon Pegg. No, okay. like I know obviously he's a bit older now, but well, they, they, and... they didn't even try and approach him to oh, be like, right, okay. hey, do you want to be in The Boys? Because mm. he would have been like, yeah. Probably. Because Simon Pegg loves anything remotely nerdy. Mm. Um, but yeah, so hopefully that's going to be coming out very soon. Do you reckon it's going to be next year? Yeah. Um, is when it's actually going to be out and about. Mm. And season three of Preacher starts soon. Ooh. Mm. Also, two two other shows that have kind of... Um, well, in fact, no, one other show that got picked up. Um, another thing that is one of my favourite things ever, definitely my top three movies, is High Fidelity. Um, I, love I just love it. Fidelity. Absolutely love it. I can watch that over and over and over again. And um, they are, it's been picked up as a TV series Ooh. by Disney. Oh. Right. And um, and it's, it was like the first, it was the first big Jack Black, uh, like he wasn't even a star, but the first big Jack Black movie where he was like, so like, okay, this is this guy, this guy's funny. Um and it's a very it's a it's a real sort of male perspective on a breakup. Yeah. And you know, I know you're supposed to be all just like you know, oh, men and women, you know, it's all the same. This this definitely just it is it is that side of it. Those things can there are things that can be different, and that's this is one of them. And it and it it definitely takes that sort of side of it. Um, and this the TV series is going to be a female version no, of it no and, no no <laughs> yeah, no you want to make ghostbusters with women it's fine it's just it wasn't very good no you can't right? do that to no this though because that exactly because that's not what it is no it's whole, not what the whole it is. premise of it it's going to be like idea. this sitcom about oh, this, this girl who runs a comic book store uh, and it's just it's not gonna a comic no. store a record store it's just not oh. it's not the same thing don't make it high fidelity it doesn't need to be it really, really. No. Why can't they leave that name alone as well? Like that's the yes. There's no. It's no because rhyme it's or a reason. good name. That's the problem. No They've just gone. This would make a good, be a good name for a TV to show. Do this. Mm. It was one of the films that I genuinely adored, and I can sit there and watch that countless yeah. times mm. and still be amused by it, and still love the sentiment behind it. Yeah, such a great film. Such a great, great film. Mm. Great soundtrack as just, well. Oh, amazing soundtrack. Yeah, and Jack Band. Jack Black Band was the Sonic Death Monkeys. Sonic Death Monkey, yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. That was one of my, um, when I used to have to create bands on, like, customize on games and oh, stuff, that would My be, Guitar Hero be band big. is Sonic Death Monkey. <laughs> Every time. Amazing. Yep. yep. 
A Cosby sweater. <laughs> I just love it. I love it. Jack Black is amazing in it. And I remember, being, like, like I said, it's the first time I'd ever seen him in anything. You know, I know I'd seen him in Waterworld, but that doesn't count because it's not really him. Oh, and in wow. Mars Attacks. So I'd seen him all these times before, but never realised because he was so, like, not Jack Black. Whereas this is so him. But it's amazing. And I'm really not looking forward to that TV show. I'll tell you several other things I'm not looking forward to. Predator. Um, just quickly before before okay. we move on to right. that, which go on. Uh, um, <laughs> so you speaking about Jack Black? Yeah. Jack Black has also just announced as well that they're going to be doing a new Tenacious D yeah. movie. I wouldn't call it an official announcement, but they definitely said at at a little festival thing. Yeah, yeah, we're going to do another Tenacious D movie. It's going to Netflix. I can't. Which a, will be great. I can't wait for this. And B, the fact that they said. Yeah, they're doing a um, mm. a new uh, album as well to come out yeah. this year. The the more I watch the Tenacious D movie, the more I like it because I was definitely a little disappointed when I first saw it. Oh yeah, first time round, yeah, massively like, disappointed. But it's one of those things. The more you watch, and you just you just go with it. It's it's really good. It's great. I can't believe that it's been five years since Rise of the Phoenix. Hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, that's insane. That's a while back. And one one thing I love about Rise of the Phoenix is the clean version that Spotify used to have. Have you ever listened to it? I think I've listened to it. It's once. hilarious because it's not just like you know muted or bleeped out. They, they literally changed the lyrics. Yeah, and it's so funny. So if again, once you've listened to the Frightened Rabbit albums, listen to Tenacious D, Rise of the Phoenix, clean version. And probably the dirty version because you need to hear the alternatives that they took from it. Yeah. It's so good. Definitely. It's amazing. Yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. so obviously they're also doing an animated series as well. Well, I think they were um, saying that's the same thing. It's it's going to oh, be it something thing, to do it? with, with a um, an animated movie or something. Ah, because it's going to be a post-apocalyptic adventure. Yeah. The, um, the TV series is great as well, by the way. And that's not on anything. I don't understand. No one knew about this. Like one of one lads I work with is massively mm. into Tenacious D, and I was trying to explain to him about it, and he's like, "I have no idea what mm. this is." And I was like, "So you've never heard like Jesus Ranch or no. like this? Like you've not or seen so many skits, the actual Sasquatch song?" And I was like, "It's amazing! Like the the rock star sperm for sales <laughs> skit is incredible. Yeah. Uh, it's such a good the masterworks, and there's done yeah, the masterworks the complete... too, which I never knew about. Yeah, which was just the, it was just a live show, though, wasn't it? Oh, I don't. It didn't have any more TV like of the TV. Series. Oh, I had that then. It That's a... not good. All right. It was a six-episode HBO TV series, basically. Oh, it was so um, good. It is amazing. It um, still yeah, the complete masterworks. The rocket, Pre- Pretty rocket, much. If you go... Well, my rocket's us. If you go to your local branch of um, That's Entertainment, That's which is that just a Northwest thing? I think, I think it's all over, which is a second-hand CD, DVD, games shop. Um, they always have Other it. Other DVD games and yeah. merchandise store. They always it? have it for like six for five pounds or, or 99p each. Go and buy it and watch it because it is hilarious. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. And while we're talking about hilarious and then, yeah, okay. let's move on to what you wanted to discuss just there. Well, I didn't really want to discuss what it the because fuck? I, I, I've never been a particular fan of Predator. But, but have, have you seen, have you watched the trailer? No, and I, I probably won't. Isn't it thingy though, Robert Rodriguez? <sighs> if it is, Wow. Pretty sure. Just wow. So it starts off with predators. Like, yeah. with the kid doing a uh, like a kid in a bedroom, right? And he finds something. And he's like, "Oh, what's this?" Mm. And he starts like opening it up, and then all of a sudden the spaceship appears and right. starts homing in towards sort of. Like, Gotta say, Red, you're selling it to me so far. Doesn't and, sound bad. And then it turns into like the toy spaceship, and then he's directing the spaceship without him knowing, as it's a toy spaceship, and he's like, Wah! and then he crashes yeah. it into the fucking side of a table or something and then the predator crash lands on earth and stows on a killing spree it it looks okay fucking horrendous <laughs> i've well oversold that to turn to make it sound like it's something that's quite so good. is it not in the jungle no oh it's like predator 2 in a way where it's in the city well where are they gonna but get the chopper from nowhere near as good then they need a chopper well they're in the city they so have to get to it probably get to they a chopper from to in get the city. to the chopper yeah, from the, better be from the city. Better be. I don't think Arnie's going to be in it. Though. No, no, probably not. I mean, he's just like I love. I love how the whole um, Kevin Smith heart attack thing was like all over the place, and you know, like oh, he's, he 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 could have died, and he survived this thing. You know, only like one in in eighty people survive this. And then what's his face? Arnold Schwarzenegger goes in for a heart operation and nearly dies on the table. 
Yeah. Like they had to go fully in 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 there. And then there's a video of him that he put up on Facebook Live, and he's just like, and he he looks like he's near death. Is this <laughs> but no one's like, talking about I it. I just want to let everyone know I'm, I'm okay. all right. And yeah, but he's so not not himself. No, and how long did he drag on for? Yeah. Going like, uh, thank you for your emails <laughs> and for your letters and yeah. for your video letters. Whereas and for your, I'm like, oh my god. The next up. day, Kevin Smith went on a Facebook Live, and he's just he's in his dressing gown, walking around his. Is uh, his hospital room going? Yeah, and then this happened, and this, and and I'm here, and I'm alive, and it's great. Like, okay, it wasn't that bad? But look at Arnold Schwarzenegger. No one seems to care. No, but no he's definitely no one. Well, cares. he's going to be in the next plumbing Terminator, Terminator supposedly, isn't he? He is. Mm. He is. Yes. But plenty of bad films that that should be talked about. Oh, uh, right. Yeah. I started off this this pod on a. This is, this is going to be like a <laughs> very low, the biggest low we've ever had on the No, pod. but in a way that you want to make like a different, you want to make a bit of like yeah. a, yeah, we can do this. Okay. And then, and then it spiraled into, let's have some amusing well, things. And we're literally going to spend the last five minutes discussing why the fuck Paul W.S. Anderson needs to be shot in the head. Okay. Do not like this guy. Okay. He's ruined the Resident Evil franchise mm-hmm. and how the fuck it's got to reboot stage already. Wow! Right, just but leave not, it to not die. With him. Let it go. And surely, just, let's not talk about it anymore. But if they get to reboot it, maybe they get to do it properly. No, because then everyone's just going to compare it to these films, and then the people that haven't seen these films are going to be like, "Oh, I wonder what's so good about these films." I don't. Let's rewatch these. I films. don't think they I don't are think awful. There's, Dan, don't. Are there any fans of the game that go? Oh yay, film the the Resident Evil films. And are there any people of the, the fans of the films that go, "Oh yay, a Resident Evil game." I know I a few people that are like, "You know what's my guilty pleasure when we're talking about guilty pleasure?" I know people who like the films, yeah. absolutely. But when they they, lo- they love the games and like, "Oh, yeah, I can't wait for the next one." Like this is like and I, they I associate. Like... associate yeah. Wow. Mm. No, don't get it. And I I don't understand. And fresh off the heels of Monster Hunter World being like Capcom's biggest ever game. Yeah, of course. They're like, oh, uh, we've tried this several times before, but we're going to do a um, a Monster Hunter film. Who wants to direct it? Yeah. Who, who wants to Who wants to write it? Who wants to do, get everything evolved yeah. around it? What you, Paul? You want to do it? Oh, who are you going to have as the main character? Because your casting is so mm. is so wild and so varied <laughs> on every single film. Oh no, here's a fucking idea. Put your wife back in it again. Why? Why? Right. Well, she was I... Lilu, and she was great as Lilu. She was horrendous in everything else. Of, well, to be fair, she was meant to be horrendous in Fifth Element. Yeah. That's the point of her being there. Totally. She's every single one of those Resident Evil films. Multipass. Multipass. Lilo Dallas. It just winds me up. And the whole premise for it is the fact that they're going like, oh, it's, it's, it's absolutely horrendous. So it's been, it's been tried to be made several times. This Monster Hunter one, mm. not from any Japanese studio and stuff, but no. actually like American studios have been trying several times to try and create a story and for I, this. I know Mon- Monster Hunter Worlds has been massive everywhere, mm. but Monster Hunter's been huge in Japan and on yeah, the handheld in... market. Oh, yeah, absolutely in Japan. But they tried over here, and it's done well, successful over here on the handhelds. Mm. They released it. I think it was on the PS2 or three, um, and then they put it across to the GameCube. And it was like Monster yeah. of the Generations or mm. something, and it just flopped because it didn't have the technology to handle yeah. what they want to do. Well, this is definitely the first do. big one outside Japan, mm. as far as I'm concerned. Now, now they do. It's, it's gone ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and that's why, like, yeah, there's But it's it also now. such a... I mean, it's such a weak title. It's, it's just so uninspired. It's be like, Monster Hunter. We hunt monsters. Yeah. So for them to then and go, what's let's the story base behind them... that? Exactly. Like, oh wait, hang on. No, there isn't. There is no story. You just go hunting I mean, monsters. Exactly. And and to, to then base a movie off it and think that that is a strong enough franchise, it just shows that they can just do anything. They'll just put monsters in it. And well, have people. The, the, the premise. Them. Right. It's beautiful. Mm. For every monster, there is a hero. Mm. An ordinary man in a dead-end job discovers that he is actually the descendant of an ancient hero. He must travel to a mystical world to train to become a monster hunter. Before the mythical creatures that come from that world come over here to destroy our world in a really shit film. Because we've run out of ideas and we know the rampage did quite well. So let's do another thing like this. People love Godzilla, right? Just... No, no, man, no. no, and 
there's going to be scenes where she says something cheesy, whips out dual pistols, shoots people in the face, mm-hmm. and then runs up a wall in slow motion. Shoots monsters in the face. Shoots monsters in the face. Yeah, yeah. It's just everything yeah. about her I hate. Everything oh. about him I detest. Do you know, my? I was going to say my guilty pleasures, but I think that's an extreme way of putting it. Right, I don't mind, let's put it that way, the G.I. Joe movies. <laughs> Right. I've only seen the first one and I hated it. The first one's better than the second one. Oh wow! <laughs> I remember. I thing is, I like the Mummy. I like the Mummy Returns. Okay. And I thought Van Helsing was sort of you know bad but cheesily all right. We we've already had this. Yeah. I've only ever watched a um, unauthorized copy of Van Helsing. Okay. So I only know the ending of. They get to the to the tower or yeah. like the thing, mm-hmm. and then two cowboys come out of a tent eating pudding. <laughs> what is good? It, it just, got it cut off and went bit. to Brokeback Mountain, and then it's I don't know. It's some old film of like some like proper really old old film that they used to tape for. Because <laughs> okay. back in the day it was cassette tapes, got video it. tapes. Sorry, right. um, and yeah, yeah, that's what happens. So it's like okay. this huge action scene comes on, and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. two cowboys just like leave this tent eating like little pudding cups. Um, talking about something, and we were like, "What?" Okay. <laughs> and then we turned it off because, like, we fast forward it. Nothing happened to go back to Van Helsing. So we're like, "Right, that, that's that." Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, my my point is, the guy who directed those is the guy who directed the first GI Joe movie, right? Um, and he's also he was the creative director behind the Mummy ride. So come on, I like he's involved, like... right? Slightly off topic. Okay. So last week, I think it was, I was talking on here. Um, I might have been on here, I might have been off pod, but I ended up convincing somehow one of the lads I work with, along with a few other people, that Florida was the best option to go to for his anniversary. Mm. Was it on pod or off, I think? I think it was off. I think it was off pod. Um, basically, we, uh, we can't go now. There's a reason which we'll go into next week, because we can actually go into it next right. week. Um, but we won't be going to Flora Bob's. Um, in September, like we originally attended to, and I kept on going on and on about it, and he was going like, "Oh, we think about going here," and I was like, "No, you need to go here." And he's like, "It's too expensive. Let me find stuff for you." So I went off on this tangent. It's like, yeah. "Look how good we can get it." No, 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 no. And then he's like, "Yeah, you know what? Sorry, that we're going to book it." So him and his wife have booked going Florida. I've been spamming them continuously on WhatsApp. We're like, "Oh my god, look at all the amazing things you can do over there!" Oh my god, this is amazing. Oh my god, no, 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 no. Going on and on and on about how amazing it was. Today, we were having a conversation, just like, well, obviously about Florida. Excuse me. Um, and during this conversation, it came up, and he's like, we're talking about Alton Towers, in fact, because I was saying, um, it's like, oh, we're probably going to end up going back to Alton Towers to get my fix. Um, we're over there. And he found out, he's like, you know what, I've never been to Alton Towers apart from when we went to, um, the BRM, like our business review meeting for Christmas. Right. He's like, I've never, I've never been to Alton Towers. And I was like, Never been to Alton Towers, and he was like, "No, I've only ever been on like one or two like theme park rides, and that was when I was um about six or seven. I went on a is it Mouse Trap or something in Black- <laughs> But I was like, that was the last ride you went on. And I was like, he was like, yeah, I went, and, and your next ride it. is going to be the fucking Hulk. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> what? That is amazing. I would love, genuinely love, right, mm-hmm. to be in that position where where. You've not ever been on anything, and the first thing you get to do is in Florida. You Amazing. go to the best place you yeah. could ever go to <laughs> to do rides as your first ever rides, and thinking like, "This is incredible!" All right, we've got to try Alton Towers that everyone goes on about in a in like the UK, and go to Alton Towers and be like, "Well, this is pretty shit and lame compared to <laughs> compared to Florida." It's just how. And how have you managed to be convinced to spend, like, three grand on a holiday that you don't know you're going to enjoy? Because his wife is point blank on, like, oh, my God. I can just be like, no, can't can't do it. Yeah. She she was like, I've looked at that, no chance. Like, Mm -hmm. I'll go on the Harry Potter stuff, but you're not getting me on the Hulk and stuff. And he's like, oh, don't worry about it. When we talk, he's like, I'll get her to go on it. You don't even, you haven't been on a roller coaster. You've not seen it. You've not heard the roar of the Hulk (laughs) as it flies through that hoop. Like, just. It's insane. I, That's crazy. Now I want to go even more. Yeah. Apparently, if you buy two theme park tickets to Universal, you yeah. get a third free at the moment. Okay. I want to be that third one. <laughs> just for the first yep. day to be like, I want to sit next to you on all these rides, just to be mm-hmm. you to be like, oh my God. Or like, just see your experiences. Like, yeah. How weird. That is. How, how. I mean, even. Insane. Even you going, who had been to Alton Towers many, many times, 
couldn't be prepared for how amazing some of those rides were, could you? <laughs> Remember that first time? I was just like, that is just, it blew my mind <laughs> that someone is willing to go it without attempting crazy. to go to Alton Towers first. Crazy, crazy, crazy. A lot cheaper and a lot closer to home. So find out if you're going to enjoy theme parks yeah. before you go and spend three grand on a theme park. Just mentalness. Mm. Well, do you know, I've got a real problem right now, Reg. What's your problem? We're at 65 minutes. Right. Um, and I announced at the beginning everything we we're going to talk about, and there's about six things we haven't talked about. Is so it? I'm going to be a liar. Oh, you? Or are we just yeah. going to have an extra specially long podcast? Well, okay, we'll go another five minutes. But um, <laughs> my, my little point was there's making another G.I. Joe film, which I think we all oh, knew. Yeah. Sorry. Surprise. We're going to. But what is weird? I, I don't get it. I don't understand the reasoning. They're making specifically a Snake Eyes spin off. It's because he's got swords. Right, and is that everybody a big thing loves right ninjas. Now? Everyone loves ninjas. Everybody loves people Raymond. in um, in suit that don't show their face that run round with is that swords. It? Is that it? They, they it's, just want... it's for Deadpool, isn't it? It's for Deadpool but and Slade. Snake Eyes Wilson. doesn't talk. He well, does not talk. Well, <laughs> throughout the entire two films, he is mute. But he was also there. They even have for... a flashback of him as a child, and he doesn't talk. He's just like. And then he cut, like, no, how dare you? Um, apparently, he's the, like, he was the biggest selling toy in the 80s or something. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. For Hasbro or whatever it was. In the 80s. Great. That's when G.I. Joe was big, though. That's, that's why I don't understand why the films were like, oh, yeah, you know what we're going to do. In fact, mm. fuck it, when's the Transformers you know G.I. Joe Maybe that's what the, the, the mm. Snake Eyes film is going to be, the prequel to the crossover, where it's going to be like, yeah. Snake Eyes going, hmm. And then just putting a sword into something and then transforming into like a massive Power Ranger Mm. type robot. And then the Transformers like, holy shit, there's more robots in this universe. Yeah. And it's like, you know what he was? He was a robot in disguise. Let's go get him. Oh, I get it. And then the starts, the the Transformers Battle Royale Spectacular. Just reboot Transformers. Oh, no, just don't do any more. Right. You know what? You've depressed me now talking about Transformers. I hate it so much. Wow. I'm, I'm done. Fair enough. I can understand that. I'll get my coat. <coughs> I feel really bad, though. I introed all this stuff, and now people don't get to hear it. Oh, we'll have to wait till next week. It's a cliffhanger. That's it. There's always the next week. Yeah, there's always the 24 beeps to end an episode with. That is now a challenge for you. You've got to go and find 24 beeps and put them in at the end of the episode. No, I don't. No one ever stays right. till the end of the episode, so it's fine. Okay, all right. Well, that way, let me do my wrap-up voice. Thanks. So, that was this episode of the NerdOD Podcast, where we didn't talk about everything we said we would, but we talked about a bit of news that was from eight weeks ago. (laughs) At least we spent our time well. We did. I've been Dan. And I've been Reg. I've been Reg. I've been Reg. This is your thing. I don't want it to be my thing. Right. Anyway. I will keep these things on the list, people, and we'll, we'll carry on there. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you out there sometime, somewhere. Great. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.